Life Audio. Hi, friends. This is Bonnie Gray, and I want to welcome you to Breathe, the Stress Less podcast. This is a time where you're going to pick up some practical soul care tips based on science and inspired by scripture. And our question today, we're going to tackle a holiday stressor, which is burnout. Did you find that sometimes maybe you're figuring, well, I just want to make sure everybody around me has a great holiday experience, but you never ask yourself, what would it mean for you to experience God's peace, his beauty, and his joy in a new way in this Advent season. Well, today is week two, beginning week two of the Advent journey, and we're going to focus on peace. But look around you, your family, your faith, they're not in the way, they are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up, it's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. That's right. You know, right now the weather is so cold here in California. The temperatures drop to 50s. I know for other people in other parts of the country, that may not sound so cold to you, but we are bringing out the quilts. We're bringing out the comforters. And you know, a quilt, there's different pieces that are woven together to provide a warmth. And that is really the true picture of peace. In the Old Testament, The word shalom is a word picture. It literally means a weaving back together. So we're going to explore how can you weave back together the parts of your heart that you've put to the side that has caused you burnout. Burnout because emotionally, maybe you're just stepping through the motions to make sure other people are getting a great holiday experience. And yet God sees you. God sees that you long The child in you longs for that Christmas peace. Well, one of the things I think that we love about Christmas is seeing little kids, how their eyes light up with so much joy and there's peace in knowing that they're surrounded by all the wonderful things that remind them that they are special, that God loves them. And yet somehow when we grow up and we get so caught up in maybe what we need to be doing for others, that that peace kind of eludes us. Well, we're going to inject some wonderful stories that we're going to share and and think about what are ways that we can add more peace to our season. And so I want to ask you, what is it that if you could say no to, what would drain you in the season what would you say no to? And also, if you could just have any amount of freedom you wanted to explore or re-experience what gives you joy or peace, 
what would you want to add to your Advent season? Well, those are important because your heart is where God's home is. Your heart is where Jesus comes, where love comes down and meets from heaven to earth. It's through the manger of your heart. So your heart, we need to do whatever it takes to nurture and warm, just like that quilt I talk about, just to open your heart so that you can make that space for God. You know, last week in episode 50, we talked about hope and how there's seven different ways to renew hope in our lives. And so today I have a guest. Her name is Jessica. I'm so excited. Jessica is a listener of our Breathe community, but she's also a reader that has been with me through all of my earlier three book clubs for Finding Spiritual White Space, for Whispers of Rest, and Sweet Like Jasmine, and now the new book that I just announced this month in time for Christmas is Breathe, 21 Days to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm. And this Breathe community, our podcast is what inspired me to write this book as my fourth book. And I'm going to have a book club. It's an online private community where we can encourage each other and just learn how to create new wellness habits that are based on God's word, grounded in his word and based on science. So in the new year, I'm going to have a breathe online Bible study. And we'll look at what God's word has to say about how we lower stress and why do we have anxiety and depression and worries? And how do we just get rid of all this overthinking? Well, let's turn to God's word and start the new year prioritized in his promises and also practice creating new wellness habits. So I actually have over 30 years of ministry experience mentoring women in all ages and stages. You'll learn more as you join the book club. I'm going to guide you. So let's start the new year off focused on God's word and wellness. Go to thebreathebook.com to sign up for this free Bible study, thebreathebook.com. That's the free online Bible study. I'm just sharing my whole heart my whole journey with you to guide you. And so Jessica is also someone who's doing soul care coaching with me and I'm guiding her to explore what it means for her to create these new wellness habits based on God's word, as well as with science. So I asked her to share what is stressing her out for this Christmas season and what is helping her. Let's take a listen. Yeah, I think because when I was growing up, the holidays were always stressful and I never enjoyed them. And so I just took that with me into my adult life. And I just always told myself, you don't enjoy the holidays. You don't like the holidays. And so I would just make the holidays about everyone else. And I would want them to have a nice time. And I would pour into them and make sure, oh, are you having a good Christmas? The kids need to have a good Christmas. And so what ended up happening is I would just fill my holiday schedule with what everyone wanted to do. I didn't take time to even consider like, do I have time for this? Do I want to do this? That didn't matter. It was just, oh, this person wants to do it. So I'll do it. Because I was just mm-hmm. focused on how can I make this a good holiday for this person or my family and not myself because I had just mm-hmm. convinced myself, I don't like the holidays. So it just made me feel burnout and depressed by the end of the holiday season. Yeah, I think that it's based on your experience. So it's more like, well, this is my experience. So 
maybe this is the best way I can make the holidays good, not Mm -hmm. for me, but for others. And how does that create stress for you? Yeah, well, it just causes your calendar to fill up so fast that you don't, there's no downtime. There's no white space on the calendar at all. It's just full from November through the, you know, first week of January. It's just packed with what other people find important. Ah, so really it's about, you know, we all often talk about the busyness. There's so much to do, but I love how you're vulnerably sharing like why it's filling up. And maybe that's a good question for us to consider like, well, okay. Busyness seems like it's true for everybody, but why is that true for me? So how are you feeling God prompting you or encouraging you to like change that why or how things are filling up? Yeah. Well, as I've been working on my own self this year and working with you, Bonnie, on being my soul care mentor, just learning that God cares about my experience of the holidays. He deeply cares about that. And so just taking time to think, huh, what, what do I want? It's like, I've never even thought, what do I want? What do I want to do? So just taking the time and thinking, what do I want to do? I never even thought to consider that. Wow. That's just so beautiful. You know, I'm just getting goosebumps just hearing you share that question. It's so vulnerable. And I feel like God's whispering this question to ask you. And we all long to be asked, what is it that you desire? And I'm curious, what is something that you want to do this Christmas that brings you peace or joy or beauty? And what is that soul care tip? Because I think if we ask that question, we'll find a soul care tip. So friend, what do you want to do different this Christmas? As you picture Jesus, your loving savior, just asking, what do you want this Christmas? As you ponder that, let's listen to how Jessica answers. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Yeah, I'm really learning that beauty is so important to me. And it's so important to how I connect with God. And I need to add more of that into my daily life, but especially during the holidays. So that means I'm going to have to say no to some things in order to have the downtime to incorporate beauty into this season of my life and this holiday season. Okay, so I'm going to ask you vulnerably to share what feels beautiful for you. Maybe you haven't gotten as specific right now as you're stepping into 
closer to the holidays, but I'll just ask you right now, what, what feels beautiful to you that helps you feel God with you? Because that's what Christmas is about, that it's Emmanuel and it's unique to each of us. So what is that moment of beauty you think would help you feel mm-hmm. God with you? Yeah, so I think it's definitely music and light, lights, yeah. Ooh, what what would that look like for you for Christmas, music and lights? Yeah, so I think two things come to mind right off the bat. So sitting in my living room in front of the Christmas tree at night, like which just only the room's only lit by the tree and I have my favorite holiday music playing and I'm just sitting there taking it in. And then the other thing is there's this church a couple towns over from me that does like a, a carol sing and it's just candlelight and singing like traditional Christmas hymns. And it's just such a beautiful experience. What would it look like or feel like for you to put that on the top of your list? Because there is joy in being able to see other people's you know, the people we love, our children, our spouse, our friends, you know, seeing their faces light up with joy. And like you said, we, we, we've been putting them maybe as the priority and that's a beautiful thing, but to hear God whisper to us, I want to give you joy. I want you to feel the beauty of my presence, my peace, my love with you. What would it feel like to you if you were to put yourself at that top of the list first? Yeah. Well, Bonnie, even just when I was describing it to you, I just felt joy and peace. And I just felt lighter, even just talking about it with you. So to actually put it on the priority list and do it, I know it's going to feel even better than just talking to you about it felt. So it's going to feel peaceful and joyful. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Even imagining it, I feel that God is already placing that seed and watering as we talk about it. And I think that's, that's part of something that helps encourage us is to talk about it with each other. What are the things that bring a smile to our hearts and then to actually encourage each other to to put at the top of the list. And from there, there'll be more energy and joy to put those other things on our list. And you talk about saying no, and is that a challenge for you to say no? And, and how is that recent or is it just something you've been learning? Tell us more about that difficulty to say no. Yeah, I've never liked feeling like I let someone down. And so to say yes to myself, I have to say no to someone and let them down. And I don't like that gives me a lot of anxiety, even thinking about it. And even in my example of going to this carol sing. That means my family won't get to go to this dinner they want to go to. So we have to say no to something my family really wants to do if I'm going to say yes to the beauty of the carol sing. So it's it's challenging, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's helpful when I share. And this could be one tip that's from my journey is to share with my kids. A lot of times we are the parent. And so we feel guilty that we're letting our kids as if we're feeling selfish. But I find that when I share with my kids, Hey, you know, Christmas is also for the kid in each of us. And so this is something that, you know, mom wants to do. And it's like the little girl in me. Sometimes the kids may not say, 
want to do that as their first priority. And I can just acknowledge it. I go, oh, I know it's not your favorite thing, but thanks for taking time out. This will just be so fun for the little girl and me. And even just using that language, maybe it feels even maybe awkward, but I think it helps our kids to know that even as they grow up, that the little kid in them is important Mm -hmm. to God. And then they get to know you better. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us your journey and you just inspired each of us to be a little more vulnerable about thinking, what is it would bring me joy and peace? And I'm thinking about the shepherds as you were sharing, you know, the angel appeared to them and said, go to Bethlehem. And they immediately went, the scriptures show us that the shepherds went immediately. So it's kind of like making a detour around the left brain part of our minds that has all the reasons, you know, because the shepherds were also watching the sheep and they were having a lot of responsibility and it almost seems reckless type of joy. (laughs) What? Just leave the fields and just go to Bethlehem? And yet it says they were filled with joy and there was music. Mm -hmm. Angels are singing. So I guess what is your favorite kind of music during the holidays? So I love the Carpenter's Christmas album with Karen Carpenter. It just, I just love it. And Handel's Messiah. Oh, okay. We're hearing the beautiful voice of Karen Carpenter, just as you said it. And we're hearing the Hallelujah Chorus, yeah. Handel's Messiah. Yeah. When you said that about the little girl in me and what she wants to experience for the holidays, right? So the little girl, me, 30 years ago, she didn't have that chance. There was no peace and joy, but the little girl is still there, (laughs) you know, I'm 42, but the little girl is still in me and she can have a chance now. And maybe my kids won't fully understand that because I've tried to be intentional about giving them a better childhood. But like you're saying, maybe someday in the future when they're an adult and they have kids and they're feeling the pressure, they might remember, oh, My mom said the little girl in her wanted a good Christmas and the little child in me still wants a good Christmas too. And hopefully it will, it will encourage them. Yes. And you know, you're writing a new story. Mm. You're writing a new story. You don't have to live the story that perhaps you didn't choose for yourself as a little girl. Yeah. You're now able with God's love to make Christmas new in you. We want Christmas to be new in each of us to spring new. And so you're writing a new story in your own life with God, allowing that little girl now to be present with God. And then your children are going to be able to have that memory of you now. Mm -hmm. And it's never too late. I'm thinking of Mary when she said, nothing is impossible for you because it seems impossible. She wasn't married. There's just no physical way that she would bear a child. And each of us has something that seems impossible. And yet the Holy Spirit says, I will do the work in you. I love that you're thinking about this and you're going to be doing, you're going to be changing the story that Mm -hmm. God's writing in your life. And by doing that, you're allowing the story to be organic and real. And your children will be able to have that memory of seeing you at Christmas filled with more joy. That's just filling my mind with so many possibilities. Just as we're talking about it, I'm thinking like, what if I bought myself a Christmas present? That little 
that the little me wanted but couldn't get. You know, we had no money. There weren't, you know, it wasn't like that. But I still wanted those things. Well, I can still have them now. (laughs) I can wrap them and put them under the tree and open them now. That's just so many possibilities, Bonnie. Blowing my mind. Oh, Oh, Jessica, (laughs) would you do that? Would you do that? I would be so happy for that little girl in you. And I'm tearing up thinking about that little girl in each of us that can be loved again by God and allowing his love to make Christmas new for each of us. He is the gift, but how can we unwrap it? That's the question. That would be fun, wouldn't it? It'd be something so different. Yeah, nobody would expect that. It would be a surprise. (laughs) What a beautiful thought that we can be surprised by God. Our power verse comes from the angel who said to Mary, for nothing will be impossible with God. And this promise comes to us from Luke chapter 1, verse 37. So our soul care tip this week is to rekindle the peace like a flame that God has put within your heart. As you're listening, what are some of the ideas? What are the what ifs that just make you light up and smile as you heard Jessica, her ideas? What ideas were sparking in your heart? Research shows, brain science shows us that new experience, they activate the brain's reward system, flooding it with hormones that help you feel energized like dopamine novelty is actually simply doing new things together with god whether it's spending time alone doing the things that bring you peace or with sharing some fun experiences that are meaningful to you and sharing it with your friends or your family reinvent what christmas looks like this year and the benefits of novelty will reignite peace in your heart. Dear Jesus, help me to see you in a new way this Christmas season. Carry me back to your arms of peace and help me to gather the pieces of the quilt that you have put in my personality to experience your peace this Christmas. And in the chaos of burnout and trying to figure out what everybody wants, Lord, take my hand be my peace. Thank you for being faithful and never letting me go. I love you. Amen. Well, if you're in the middle of a journey and you're on your way to peace, you're not alone. We're all walking towards Christmas. We're all walking towards the journey of Advent together in a soul care way. I want to invite you to sign up for the free Breathe Online Bible Study to start off your new year prioritizing your wellness and grounded in God's word. We're going to practice it together and having people to encourage each other makes all the difference in the world. It's so much easier to try new things when you know that we're all trying it together and we'll pray, we'll guide you. I'll give you the great tips. Go to thebreathebook.com thebreathebook.com the first time I'm offering this Bible study free so I don't want you to miss it friends. Tell your friends about this. Have them join our podcast. Join the breathebook.com community. And remember you're loved, you're cherished. I'll see you next time. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. 
If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.